0: welcome to the right place right time podcast brought to you by place specialists thinking place i'm john till the founding director and through these podcasts which you can get out on our website we look to shine a light on different aspects of place by the insight of leaders in their field who are doing amazing things in their places today it's great to welcome Richard Morris. Richard is at the moment the Cabinet Member at Worcestershire County Council for the Environment, working on sustainability, net zero, biodiversity, flooding and waste disposal, so all very critical relevant areas. And he's also the Executive Portfolio Holder for Economic Growth and Tourism at Witchaven District Council. Um, Richard was intram- instrumental in the development of developing town prospectuses for the three towns in Haven, which set out a vision of the place to regenerate those town centres. He's also got 26 years private sector experience at a senior level at a national marketing manager for a FTSE 100 company and he's worked at the Cambridge Education Group where he lectured international students in Masters Business Strategy and Research and lots lots more a busy man a man who's done a lot of things and has a lot of experience it's great to have you uh, along Richard we're looking forward to your your words of wisdom and as ever we'll start with the question that we ask everyone, which is, where's your
1: favourite place and why? Uh, Excellent, John, and it's so good to join you today. So thank you for uh, inviting me. My favourite place, I'm going to say Sydney in Australia, and I I guess a lot of people would do that, uh, and you probably want to know why. Uh, i found Sydney fairly recently. I've been two, three times now and it is just magical it's it's a, a beautiful city not that different in many ways to london but its setting is is so fabulous it's on a massive harbour i think most people know that and they 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 know it from the opera house and the bridge but it is much much more than that you know if you take the harbour out and go around to darling harbour or go over to watson's bay and you look back at sydney it, it is is just a splendor to see and Sydney itself is quite compact as a major city. It's quite walkable. You've got the Rocks, which is a you know, old, you know, kind of British in feel to it. Uh, and uh, yeah, but but do go on the water. Go from Sydney up to Manly or or up to Bondi, and you just get a a, a superb trip. It's really enjoyable, and and I would urge and uh, recommend anybody to do it.
0: Yeah, and usually an awful lot of better weather than
1: we have over, <laughs> particularly what we've had the last few weeks. But there we go, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's true. Although yeah. they've they've had they've had quite a lot of bad weather recently as yeah, well. They, they, get from, they get from really good to really bad. Yeah, so
0: getting closer to home, as well as obviously your your role within the County Council for um, environment. And then you've also got the portfolio role for economic growth and tourism for Witchhaven And I guess for, you know, Witchaven is where we met. And obviously, well, not obviously, it incorporates Droitwich, Spa, Evesham and Pershaw as, as the principal towns, but probably not everybody will will know about that part of the world so I wonder if you want to tell us a little bit about the area and and, and each of the towns because i think that'll
1: help in set the scene uh, yeah well worcestershire itself is is often uh that doesn't come to front of mind of many people yet it's a superb county you know it it uh, it's very rural uh but has main rivers running through it, the avon the uh, the Seven, uh, yeah, and the tributaries, and that's why we get affected by the flooding, as of uh, recent news. But homing in on Witchaven, which is the largest district within uh, Worcestershire, has the most businesses, the the most rural businesses. It is again very rural. It's it spans um, well from the area in the south of Broadway, which is part of the Cotswolds, but falls mm. into Witchaven. Uh, and it's a superb gateway for uh, Witchaven, right up to Hartlebury, which is near Kidderminster uh, uh, in the north, and that's a span of over 32 miles. Uh, And between that, you've got the Vale of Evesham with all the market gardening and uh, superb agriculture and agri-tech businesses. Then, uh, you know, through to to Druish, which in its was industrial, uh, very much known for its salt manufacturing, its salt brine, and we're very pleased that we started developing George salt again in recent years through uh, Churchfield Salt Works, uh, and, and that is you know been recognised in some of the leading restaurants and leading uh, stores within the UK, Fortnum and Masons, uh, Harrods, you know to 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 say uh, a few. And then you, you've got the, the quintessential market town of Pershore as well, which uh not that large, nine 9,000 people, but a superb uh, heart of England village, yeah, you know, with many independent stores, a very close community, and really attractive to, to look at as well. Evesham itself, at the heart of the Vale of Evesham, uh, is very much a rural community uh, and is known for Simon de Montfort and uh, the the battles over democracy and, uh, and, and, and unfortunately, his his final battle, which uh, they commemorate in Evesham with the the Battle of Evesham. It it is a fabulous place to live. We are very fortunate. Some some beautiful countryside uh, and some really nice towns. Yeah, it is. It is a
0: a beautiful part of the world, which I can thoroughly recommend and some great places to eat, drink and and stay as as well. And as we've kind of touched on, you played a, a central role in the area in adopting this sort of place led approach for the towns which resulted in developing a a sort of stakeholder inspired narrative for each place and the creation of a place board and the development of an investment prospectus and I guess It'd be interesting for those listening to understand why why go down this route, and and do you want to tell us a little bit about the
1: journey that you've been on over the last couple of years with this? Yeah, it's it's an interesting journey because it did actually started pre-COVID. Yeah, you know, we we all recognised that our our town centres you know were were struggling you know with the onset of the 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 internet. Uh, and you know the the difficulties businesses were going through, and that was pre-COVID. Uh, COVID just uh, accelerated uh, a lot of the issues that were there p- beforehand. But prior to to COVID, we were not fortunate with uh, getting any money from government for uh, you know in the towns funds. And we still knew in our towns we had issues uh, that we needed to to rectify and try and regenerate to those those centres, try and create a better place. So we with the chief executive of Witshaven at the time and our leader at the time and and myself we we said well what could we do and and the idea of developing three town prospectuses uh, uh, came about that we would uh, enlist support uh, and look at you know involving stakeholders uh, and communities into where where people saw their place in in the future what what was the purpose of the town centre to them uh, was it important to them, and if it was, how did they visualize it could be in the future and how we, could we make that place sustainable and through um and, and you yeah, thank you to to yourself and your team for for being involved but through those discussions with community and with stakeholders we uh, we developed i think some really strong prospectus uh, documents, which are available for uh, others to see on the Wickshaven website. If you put Town Centre Initiative in or Town Centre Prospectus in, uh, you'll get to see the links to the the uh, online prospectus. And I think they give a rich vision for each of those towns. They're, they're not what we will deliver. They, they mm, signify yeah. the possibilities of what could uh, Materialised for those towns and, and the vision. So they've involved stakeholders, they've involved communities, and a, uh, I, I think uh, have a really good stronghold in terms of where we can take our, our towns in Witchaven. The, the next stage, with, with your guidance as well, we've set up three place boards uh, for each town. They are community-led, they're business-led, uh, business community-led. Uh, we have three great chairs, you know, uh, estate agents, hospitality owners uh, who, who run them, uh, who have knowledge of other businesses and the communities in, in which they operate. Uh, and they've, uh, with our support, set principal teams up for each of the centres uh, with the support of uh, which have an officer for each one. Uh and you know, I, I I marvel really at uh you know the first year, and we haven't totally completed the first year, but but some of the initiatives that they've developed uh guided by the prospectus, but really looking at some of the low-hanging fruit that can make a difference yeah. uh, and, and really excite people uh, early days. Yeah, even to just putting festoon lighting over the high street in droit, uh which we were told some years ago health and safety would not allow it. But through the uh, motivation of the place board, along with the uh, officer from, from Witshaven, they spoke with landlords, they spoke with traders. They were keen to, to support it and wanted it. Uh, and just before Christmas, we were able to put festoon lights uh, 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 and zigzag down the, the high street, which is you know, it, it's not anything massively significant but it has brought a sense of purpose and a difference that does excite people. And they will be there all year round. They're not, yeah, not just for Christmas no. so, <laughs> so uh, we can we can t- change the colors, we can change the themes of them yeah as we go along uh, and we'll we'll develop that further. That's just one example, yeah, in Evesham they had a closed store, you know we know nationally the issues that m and Co have experienced, uh, and they had a large shop front, so they enlisted uh um, you know, local artists, developed some boards, and put that across that showed some of the sort of historic uh, imagery of retailing in in Evesham. Uh, And it's just that sense of purpose and and helping people feel more proud uh, about their centres. And people also seeing something happening. Yeah, that's a big factor, I think, that they see people are interested and something's happening rather than just going down the the rack and ruin of the the ages that we're, we're in at the moment.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really important point, isn't it, is the... People just benefit from the place doing things differently and 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 a bit of change, you know, and and a, and a bit of care. It doesn't need to be vast million pound in, interventions. It's what people notice, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and and we do have the game changer sites in each of the the, the towns as set out in the and the prospectus, and but that that's uh, what some of the senior team in, in Wychavon are, are taking on as a challenge to try and bring inward investment and to try and visualise how they could change the place boards will have an input to that but they're Mm. about what can we do on a on a regular basis to to bring uh, improvements to the towns
0: it's fabulous to hear that they've made such a difference in a year you know i mean obviously it all started off in covid there so there's limit to what could happen but in a short period of time um it's great that they've got up and running and um
1: as I to say, uh, are doing things differently. Yeah, they are. You know, if, if you take Herschel's, they, they meet on a monthly basis. Uh, they alternate between a, a kind of brainstorming meeting with their place board of ideas and things they could work on to a more formalised meeting where they're moving the agenda forward and then set some groups up to, to work on initiatives They work with the town council. uh, All all the place boards work with the town councils. So, uh, yeah, and and enlist further support where they need and bring people in where they need. Mm -hmm. So there's there's still much more to do. We need to do much more on the communication side and and, uh, bring the the community uh, on board as well. But Mm -hmm. that we had to... We had to get the place boards achieving things first, and and bringing success, and then we can start to to develop the communication and and move it further. Uh, and I think yeah, I think we've already contacted yourself. We're keen on developing the ambassador kind of uh, role for it as well, and bringing perhaps some volunteers, town volunteers, uh, right. you know, into the equation. Town volunteers, yeah, I I was fortunate to go to Wellington in New Zealand and Adelaide in Australia. They have town volunteers, people that wear shirts for their town, T-shirts for their town, support events, support visitors, get rip-off maps to show them where key things are in their towns and guide them, show them where the car parking is, yeah, give them knowledge. Uh, And whilst they're not needed all the time, where you are going to have events or you know you're going to have... Increase footfall; they would play a, a really big role to support uh, the dams.
0: Yeah, that's oh, it's great. But as you said, that's the the community in action, isn't it? And really connected to their place, which is which is fantastic. I mean, I know you talked about some of the initiatives, and uh, certainly from our point of view, uh, it wasn't a part of the world that we knew well, and uh, we were quite captivated in Droitwich spa with its famous lido etc and and i think that has been given some added impetus by by this approach so maybe as an example you can fill us in on what's been happening with that and what what the ultimate ambition is for that
1: yeah Droitwich is is yeah, a formidable place. It's it it's it's got a lot of rich history. Going back to Roman times, the Romans found the brine, yeah, in, in Droitwich and then paid their soldiers in in, in uh salt, uh, which is where the, the name salary came from. The original name of Droitwich is Salonai, the place of salt. Yeah, I didn't uh, know that one. <laughs> Uh, and we, we were fortunate. Uh, some of our forefathers uh, developed uh, an open air lido in, in the town, in a wonderful park, the Lido Park uh, adjoining St Peter's Fields, uh, right in the centre of the town. It's 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 really as wonderful to 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 look out from the lido at uh, the, the park. Uh, it is the only saltwater pool in uh, the UK. We believe it's the only inland saltwater pool in Europe, actually, but but definitely in the UK. Uh, and it's saltwater because of that brine that, that gets pumped into, into the pool. Uh, so we, we call it Droitwich by the Sea because effectively, yeah. although we're inland and probably one of the, the furthest from the sea, yeah, we can give a bit of the beach and a bit of the sea yeah, in Droitwich from the Lido. It's got an art deco building, which yeah, is historic in its own right uh, and the look and feel of it. Uh, and it did come top of uh, you know a lot of the, the community and stakeholder reaction to Droit in terms of uh, the significance of place uh, and therefore the place board have been minded then to to really focus on the lido for a rich project to to try and develop it to to try and uh, cap capitalize on the assets that we we have in, in the town so we've we've looked at different opportunities of spas, of developing a brine baths. We used to have a brine baths and that came high up in the, the, the stakeholder and community feedback as well for drawage. They would like a return of the brine baths uh, where you could float on water, which is you know, a, a magical experience. It can also have benefits health wise as well. And we would be unique in terms of that offer, uh, in in terms of of place, and and I think that's a critical thing. You look at what your place has, in terms of its uniqueness, and, and yep. that that differentiation can then develop your story and and bring people to your your town. Uh, we get a lot of visitors to the Lido but if we had a brine spa there as well it would develop that even more so mm. uh, we're looking at a restaurant as well too, so it all becomes an all year round now we're in the second year I think it is of uh, the Lido being open all year round really? uh, we have some real hardy swimmers there <laughs> during the winter time they wear full uh, costume uh, because it's, it can to be a bit chilly um, yeah, New Year's day we get circa 100 people going in yeah it's uh, uh it, it's become uh yeah you know, a dedicated area for for a high number of people now uh, in terms of the opportunity uh, kind of open water yeah i know it's a, a, a lido but it it is akin to open water in terms of the the you know, the initiatives that are there now for for health and wellness uh, and I, I think that's a big part of the Droid story as well as that health and wellness. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of our our past that we moved from the industrial spa salt town uh, to uh, a leisurely recreational uh, spa recovery town. Uh, you know, we had uh, several hotels in the town where people would come, visit, convalesce, take the waters uh, and and then, yeah, out of that experience, then go home. So we, we want to kind of, Recreate some of that past. Uh, I think, in, in terms of the benefits and opportunities for the future, I mean, it's, it's a great
0: example because, as you say, it's a it's a distinct part of the place which is important in bringing people in. But as you've really articulated, it's a it's a huge sense of pride for local people because it's 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 theirs and it's their bit of specialness, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what we try and create in. What we're looking to create in each of the three towns is is their their uniqueness their special special place here yeah. i talked to pershaw with its quintessential english village uh, and that close community evesham with its celebration of democracy and the rural communities uh yeah and the battle of evesham yeah there, there's there are stories and the, it is the stories that you've got to develop really to, yeah. to build that picture and that image. And uh, and then that's what you can market to try and bring wider footfall. And how important has it been to have that sort of that clear
0: forward-looking story that's actually come from the community, um, you know, capturing that sort of that insight, their stories, their ambition for their place. I mean,
1: how critical has that been? Uh, you know, to even get the the place boards set up, I think it's been critical because they all have to buy in to uh, the the opportunity uh, and uh, have that motivation to 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 try and uh, develop it further and, and bring in business people on board uh, as well as some of the key people in the community. Enables us to to do that. Uh, we still need to get into the wider communication. Uh, but I think once you've you've got a group dedicated to that story and dedicated to the opportunities it presents, then the communication will become all the more easy to to unravel and and to to bring pe- more people on board. It is there in each of the prospectus. Yeah, the story I think is quite clear uh, mm. in in each prospectus that when you you pick it up. So I don't think we've developed anything different. I think it's it's taking uh, that that. That picture that's being uh, developed through stakeholders, community, uh, and and bring it into that physical and more you know, livable experience moving forward.
0: Because one of the things, obviously, that you've done in this approach, which I think is to be hugely applauded, is the the council's obviously has got a central role in all this, which you've talked about. Um, but it's also about letting go, as well, isn't it? Um, to the the community and having belief in the stakeholders. I mean, what what role do you think the politicians should have in this sort of approach? Then,
1: how do you see your role in this? Uh, I I see it very much as support, uh, guiding and support. You know, I know councillors pretty well and politicians pretty well. You know, we do like to take the spotlight. But we can also uh, add complexity, bureaucracy, difficulty, slowness into all proceedings. And uh, business and community can act faster very often, and and with a freedom uh, if it's if it's liberated. And so, uh, I think our view has been is to to liberate each of the the, the, the place boards, let them have uh, you know the, the freedom to operate. Uh, still with the guidance, because as I say, there's an officer on each of the place boards and, and there are the, the odd councillors as well, that the, the input to them, but the chairs are all independent. They're all business com- community uh, individuals. We're, we are benefiting from the UK Shared Prosperity Fund. So yeah. that, that has brought money into the, the, the system that enables us to to realise some of these initiatives. And we have a process that... We, we have to have in order to sign off but we, we passport that money through to the place boards uh, and then they uh, have a freedom to to develop build up their initiatives and then it's just a sign off uh, and you know we, we report the place boards in through what we call a town panel at Witchaven, uh which is a, a kind of sub panel to some of the main committees and and uh, meetings that take place. But each of the place board chairs come along to that meeting. They always do an update though, right. about every six weeks. So they'll do an update on their initiatives, get any feedback from the members because there's cross-party uh, councillors that, that sit on the town panel. Um, and then their feedback gets documented into the formal process of council as well. So it, it gives the project boards a, a reporting in so the place boards are reporting in kind of process, but not getting tied up with the dogma and the, the the bureaucracy that councils and government can can bring. Often, I think a real part of the success has been the liberation uh, of mm. those place boards. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, no, I mean that's I mean that sounds a really great way of doing it. Where the council has still got obviously you've got a place leadership role, which is vitally important I and mean, you're still able to make full use of that but as you say without without stopping the lo- the local community so having their input to it which is clearly important i mean you mentioned the private sector how how easy or difficult has it been to get them
1: involved in this well i think it's it's not surprising that our our chairs are from uh, kind of state agents, hospitality because they play a, a real role within the community, don't they? E- either yeah, with with their businesses one way or another, uh, and so we've we've had individuals that have, have already uh, have some experience of that kind of involvement. Uh-huh. You know, a number uh, you know, uh, one or two of them have already been on uh, sort of business groups that have met in the town uh, as well. You know, uh, kind of mini Chamber of Commerce in each of the town, they've they've kind of been part of those groups. So they already have that kind of experience of of understanding, uh, but also that network of wider businesses to uh, endless support and to bring in as well. Uh, so you know we've we've got stage agents, hospitality, farmers, you know, a a wide-ranging group of of individuals, past people that have worked in uh, multinationals, you know, one member used to be uh, a leading person in Premier Foods. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so we've got people who've got experience in business as well as actually in business. Uh, and that helps that kind of eclectic mix of individuals as well, I think, to bring a richness uh, that, that we're, we're trying to achieve. There are obstacles. Uh, I think every town has this as well, where some of the things you want to achieve need unlocking. You know, they're tied up with landlords or tied up in exchanges of planning or uh, tied up in not being sold on or trying to get them sold on. Uh, And we are trying to focus on some of those areas that just need unlocking to to try and free up and make some improvements. You know, they can become big, big blocks to the community, I think, uh, because they're things that don't change time and time and time. They're Mm -hmm. they're always the same. uh, And that that can create a negative picture, yeah, and they need freeing up or, or just trying to speed up the planning process to some degree as well to try and get the benefits that you're trying to achieve. You know, you, you will remember the, the the Raven Hotel in Droidwich, yeah. and that's a key one that just gets blocked, uh, and we need to try and liberate and free it up as much as we can. Not so easy for the place board to do, but the place board feeding back with the councils to which ever, uh, and then putting pressure on the owners, can you know try and bring that 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 outcome. And I mean,
0: as you reflect on the journey, and it has been a really interesting journey, which you've you've talked about. What what would your advice be to any other place looking to go
1: down this route? Uh, my my advice would be, you know, it you you do need to invest because you do need that uh, expertise uh, from organisations such as yours. And you know, it, it's it's bringing the expertise in. I think to get the ball rolling, you know, to develop that vision for each of the towns through documents like the prospectus that will bring in the stakeholders, the communities. Uh, And get that voice heard from young people and people who work in the towns, who visit the towns, who live in the towns, the voluntary organisations that feel the heartbeat of the town very often Mm -hmm. and getting their voice and their input into something that you can then develop and work forward with then once you've got that vision you it's then looking at the implementation phase and i say we're not trying to deliver the prospectus exactly as it's written it is a, a range a, a visional, visional range of what we can achieve and play in terms of place of our three towns but there are things that clearly set guidelines and signposts that you can uh, develop initiatives and ideas to move forward with. And if you can set something out like the place board uh, and liberate that place board, but still have the the reporting into, to to the council, then I think uh, some good success can be achieved. Mm. No, well, it's, um, it has been a great journey.
0: We thoroughly enjoyed being part of it in the early stages, but I think the, the best bit for us has been the way that it's carried on you know, really, really effectively, it's energised people, it's connected them to their places in a way that perhaps it wouldn't have been able to to do otherwise. Um, and that that's the exciting bit and probably the exciting
1: elements as well are still to come because it's um, early days. It, it is for sure. We're, we're on the road and, and the early success uh, I think gives a, a good indication of of what we can build and and you're right about that energy that motivation that sits there to to realize we we know there are things that we can do to improve our places uh, but we have an understanding of how we can do that now which is probably what we didn't have before mm. and that that in itself is a great freedom and, and liberation brilliant richard thank you so much for that it's it's a it's a
0: fantastic story and people always want to hear about how people are doing it on the ground and uh, Witchaven are an absolute exemplar. So many thanks for what were, as I anticipated, your words of wisdom. I'm sure people will enjoy listening to the, the Witchaven journey. So many thanks and I hope everybody listens to this as a podcast and the other podcasts that we've got on the Thinking Place website.
1: Thank you, John. Thank you very much for the uh, opportunity and the experience. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's great working up. with you again. Hope we hope we get more opportunities. That'd be great. Yeah. Cheers.